What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. And welcome to the Dive In Movie Cast. My name is Hayden and Wesley. Oh, hit it. I'm Wesley. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Almost forgot my name. A film Off podcast a where two start. unqualified critics give their opinions and try and differentiate themselves from every other podcast out there. Easy, Ooh. easy. The, the collab boys. is back. The collab <laughs> is yeah. back. Joe, Gerardo, Wesley, Hayden. Yes, welcome, gentlemen. Got it's the Redux. Yes, yes, <laughs> listeners. This is our second collaboration with the Dive In Movie Cast, the boys from up north, the Canadian homies. You know what I'm saying? We have a really, really dope show lined up for everyone, man. We're fucking hype. We got some updates. Talk a little uh, zombie movies and. Gerardo is going to take us into our movie review of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. So it's it's lit. Yeah. Yeah. We want a brief hiatus, by the way. Uh, I went on a honeymoon because I just got married. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so funny saying that because I've been married since last year. Uh, my wife and I got married August 2020. But this past shit, it was May 14th on a Friday. Uh, yeah, we celebrated our birthday, man. I mean, our fucking <laughs> our wedding. So it was really nice. Glad that's over with. The honeymoon in Maui was was beautiful. Hayden and Wesley, have you guys been to Hawaii? Uh, my parents have. My parents have been to Maui okay. before. And so I've heard lots about the beautiful landscape and amazing food. I'm very jealous. <laughs> it's it's dope, man. It's dope. And that's the thing about Maui specifically. It's a it's a little more desolated than Oahu. If you go to Oahu, it's like L.A. on a fucking island. There's a bunch of people. <laughs> there's a bunch of traffic. There's a lot to do. Uh, but yeah, Maui is a lot more low key. And when I'm out there, I have my little Hawaiian pigeon accent a little bit. So I'd be talking like this a little more, bro. I talk a little <laughs> more like that cuss because I feel more at place with it, bro. But um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was dope, man. Got some ink, a tattoo on my leg, got the daughter's name. And uh, yeah, I was able, fortunate enough to have Joe as one of my groomsmen, Gerardo was there turning up with us, man. It was it was a hell of a wedding. So thank you for all the love that you guys showered me with before we recorded here. <laughs> I appreciate 100%, it. 100%, man. That's yeah. just the vibes, right? That would be it would be so weird to like be married without the the celebration just kind of counting the days until you actually get to to celebrate your marriage and shit. Congratulations, thank man. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. I I appreciate it. So, shit, that that's that's the wedding. <laughs> that's wedding news and uh, since we did take a hiatus from the pod, we got some dope ass entertainment updates. There's there's some shit going on in the world today that we need to touch on. So without any further ado, I'm gonna pass it to the boy Joe. What we got as far as news? <laughs> Let's start off with this. How do you guys feel about Amazon buying MGM for eight point four five billion dollars? Kind of ridiculous, with right? And something. Well, here let me let me say this first because after this came out, like Bezos was out here saying that he wants to reimagine mgm titles for like the 21st century so keep in mind that like some of those titles are like rocky like the creed movies james bond is mm -hmm. the big one yep legally blonde robocop yeah. it's like yeah it's yeah. more yeah, reboots coming bond, it sounds like uh the broccoli family who owns james bond's uh whole thing uh they're still um the ones that get the final say in james bond which i think is kind of cool you know like it is they're cool, trying man. to keep it as a as an an event because james bond is always a cinematic event yes and you know you don't want to have all these spin-offs and everything you know Fuck so, no, bro it's the first place that, the studios yeah. will take it yeah so i thought that was kind of cool that they that they mentioned that but i do want to say better better amazon than disney right 
yeah 100% Disney is eating the entire entertainment industry so it's nice to see Amazon actually get a chunk of of some stuff here it's it's crazy because for 8.5 billion like there's some big uh big IP here but also that seems like a lot of money for like the the stuff that they got like there's some big ones for sure but I mean like what are they gonna do make like a Robocop TV series you know (laughs) sounds sounds weird I feel you I feel you it's a heavy price tag it's all going to be on, um, you know, uh, Amazon has their streaming service, which has been doing very well. Uh, like, very uh, well. Mm-hmm. Earlier we mentioned uh, before we recorded about how Invincible and the boys, they're, those are like the flagship series now, I would say, for uh, Amazon. Them having all these new uh, IPs is like wild because uh, the streaming wars have begun, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Di- we got Disney giving us new content now. Uh, consistently, we got, uh, I mean, Netflix gave us today's uh, movie that we're reviewing. <laughs> Amazon mm-hmm. gave us Invincible. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's cool, but it also sucks because we got to pay for all of them. Yeah, it's there's so many yeah. streaming services at this point. It's just like, okay, we're going to have to pick and choose which ones we actually care about the most. Eventually, yeah. one day, there will be a winner that one streaming service that just slowly consumes them all. But until <laughs> then, there's a battle to see who that becomes. Dude, it's just be cable Disney. at this point, right? Like, you're just paying, like, you would pay for, like, overpriced cable at this point? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's Yes, that's the argument that many would use. It's because when you add up all these prices of, because, I mean, we got Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, Hulu. HBO. And- HBO Max and half the time we still can't find shit to watch because we've watched most of the stuff already. So it's yeah, I think it's a cool move for Amazon. I'm a big Amazon streaming guy. I love the movies they have on there. Some of the originals, like their original productions from Amazon Studios are pretty cool, too. So, yeah, I think it was a cool move. I do you think it was a heavy price tag, though, for yeah, for, uh, yeah. 8.5 billion is, is steep. And like, I'm excited to see like the James Bond stuff they do, but I'm mainly wondering, like, is it going to be like big reboot stuff that they're, they're focused on? Or are they just kind of looking to like acquire the whole catalog and just have it on their streaming? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Because it'd be nice to have all the Rockies and all the James Bonds on Amazon prime, you know, like you just, they're already there in case you want to watch anything uh, regarding that, you know? Yeah. I think we've been, um, you know, with the new streaming services, you got to have categories like that. Like Disney, they have their little Star Wars category. They have their Marvel category. Pixar, HBO, it's so laid yeah, out. Pixar. Yeah. HBO mm-hmm. has all their categories there. The Sesame Street, DC, you know, I like that. Um, HBO originals, you know. Yeah. So I think Amazon might be headed more towards that direction because the the UI on Amazon Prime sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. so yeah. not like... That's interesting nice you point at. that out, Gerardo, because you're you're so right. It's like when now I'm thinking about it, the only really differentiator they have is they have like purple ones that you pay 20 bucks for that are the new ones, the new movies. Besides that, everything's kind of just thrown in together. I like going to Disney Plus or uh, HBO Max and it'd be just clean. Like these are your Star Wars movies, your bisection. So yeah, that's yeah. that's a good point. So I think mm-hmm. this but, gives but you know it is freedom for that. You know, it is really cool that that amazon does that the all the other ones don't do is like whenever you press pause and you're watching something on amazon it gives you that x-ray and like oh yeah pretty much all the actors that are so in the scene. Dope. that's yeah. that's i, I love, love that it. oh my yeah that, that's Bro, awesome I, I, see. I think you can keep it yeah. on too for like the whole episode yeah i'll sit there staring at an actor's face like i swear to god i recognize this person and then you just press pause and then it tells you who they are right it's there it's so dope <laughs> that's what me and my wife do all the time like who the hell is that we press pause and like you said hey it's just it pops up that's what, yeah i Most love that imdb and shit 
the yeah. IMDb. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's owned by Amazon, I think. IMDb. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's probably why they have that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Don't but move. I mean, yeah. in conclusion on that, like, I'm, I'm really interested to, to see where it goes. But, like, with, like, the Rocky franchise and stuff, if they're talking about rebooting it, like, Creed is already kind of a reboot of the Rocky franchise. And, like, with James Bond, too, like, what's the direction with that? Because we're approaching Daniel Craig's final Bond movie. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the vision for going forward after that? Yeah. You know, we've heard I know, so much. I know, I know a three is confirmed. It's that's Creed yes. with a three instead of an E. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be, I don't know if he's executive directing. producing or directing, directing. directorial directing, yeah. debut. All right. All right, Michael B. So the, uh, the boy, the boys put, after that right like yeah right. yeah whoever he fights in in the final fight they're gonna have their own spinoff whatever their last name is will be ready for that so that's <laughs> gonna be its own series <laughs> the rocky cinematic universe is <laughs> the rocky countries. cinematic universe <laughs> they're really good fighters dang dude the rcu, the RCU. <laughs> <laughs> wow Michael B oh, cool. is really out. He's really out here. Like, I'll direct. Just get people to stop talking about without remorse, please. Just like <laughs> I forgot I watched that. Every time I'm reminded, I'm just mad. It's the most forgettable. It's like the most forgettable movie I've ever seen. It's borderline so impressive. Bad. Bro, he was at the end, he was just blowing up all those cop cars one by one. I'm like, this guy's a terrorist. He's just blowing up cop cars in Russia now. God, that was an awful movie. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Anybody, anybody okay, let's uh any any um any final thoughts on that or no, no I think that's good for me. Wesley, you got anything on that? Nope. All right, cool. Well, next piece of news. This was huge. Uh the Eternals trailer. What'd you guys think of the first Ooh, Eternals yes, trailer? Yes. The girl I Angelina know. Jolie is back. <laughs> right away, uh, I noticed that it looked uh just like Chloe Zhao, which is crazy because I've only seen one of her movies, Nomadland, but right away I knew it was her. Nomadland <laughs> so with super real. <laughs> yeah. All those shots, like all the like the lighting, the visuals, you could tell it's Chloe Zhao's movie, which it's is cool. Which I is like amazing. It. Yeah. Yeah. Recognizable. And uh before watching Nomadland, we were very I was very vocal about my indifference about the Eternals. I just felt like uh of a lot of Marvel families, I'd rather see Fantastic Four done first than the Eternals right now. But the fact that, you know, and then there's a video game too. It's called Marvel Nemesis, The Rise of the Eternals. And when I was a kid, I remember that video game a lot. So I'm excited about it, man. Like the, it, it, it looks, I like the little nod to the Avengers that they have in the trailer. You know, I think that's cool. I think it yeah. connects it in some way, but I think they're, they look very godlike the Eternals, you know, as far as their abilities. And I'm a, I'm a, I love Angelina Jolie. I love, I love the cast here. We reviewed Sound of such Metal. A, such a great cast. Oh, yeah. the cast mm -hmm. is nuts. I mean, one of um, the deaf actress, what the first deaf superhero mm -hmm. that that's dope, man. So I'm, I'm pretty excited what for the you, Eternals. Yeah. I, just, I don't know what it's going to be about. I have no fucking idea. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was in a very similar boat where I watched the trailer and I was like, I still don't know what this movie's about, but <laughs> I was really excited for it. Like, I love the way, I think it's just the way it looks, like how we were saying that wow. it's clearly a Chloe Zhao movie right out of the bat. And yes. so I'm just so excited to see how this movie is going to go because it, it still feels like Marvel in a sense, but it also feels like a totally different movie. So, yes. Yeah. 
that's kind of how I feel about it too, is like, I've seen people kind of shitting on uh, the trailer for this one online because it's like the stakes are so much lower than they were in infinity war and Endgame. But I really dig the fact that this kind of just looks like an, a Marvel indie movie with like character focus and yeah. just like a big, a big cast of like a, a big family. And it looks really cool. And like you guys yeah. said, you can see that it's a Chloe Zhao movie from like that first frame when it shows like the water and the Hills and everything. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's the girl right there. You know? <laughs> yeah yeah ready for some i'm ready for a different take with marvel i feel like we've been getting the same kind of tone for marvel mm-hmm. movies for the longest time and end game and the the infinity war saga had its own tone you know what i mean so i'm ready for something different with the mcu 100 like shang chi too like all, all that stuff's gonna be really cool because it looks like it's just trying to be its own thing like continuing on after endgame rather than trying to live up to the stakes of endgame which is what i would prefer yeah i'm kind of over marvel which i think is good because uh that means uh, i think i'll enjoy the movies a little bit more when i watch them (laughs) yeah it's like you know it was a it was a very long-term investment watching all those uh movies you know, yeah, what's over years. 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, 10 years. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Is yeah, when Iron Man premiere, <laughs> you know, every single premiere. It, Gerard, I've watched a few with you in theaters, you know, like it's it was so long and it was so cool that that was part of whether it's your childhood or your adulthood. But it kind yeah, of I'm ready for both. <laughs> <laughs> Straight that, up. That, that's what's so crazy about it. You know, like we were all that's so much crazy. younger uh, when Iron Man came out and then Endgame came out and we were. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I I just, uh, I'm just kind of, you know, that's why like with Marvel, I was like, you know, I'm going to enjoy these movies, but I'm not like as invested, but uh, I don't have to be, you know? Yeah. Take a backseat to like caring about it so passionately and just enjoy the movies for what they are sort of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. Did you guys hear what like Kevin Feige said about um Eternals where he was just like I was blown away at the fact that this wasn't CGI I'm like so Chloe Zhao just photographed like the landscape and Kevin Feige was like stunned he's like how do you do this without CGI I'm like it's, 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 it's called nature man that's how you do it. You, you went out there and actually filmed my god you, you didn't <laughs> use a green screen <laughs> and like the lighting just looks so much better you know I feel like Zack Snyder constantly tries to get the lighting that Chloe Zhao got in this trailer and it just always looks so cheap and then like when it's natural you can just see it you know bro yeah Yeah. even because in this trailer you you have those scenes where it opens up and it looks very naturistic i don't know if that's a fucking word but then the big ass (laughs) ship comes in which is i'm like that feels marvel like a big spaceship but even then it doesn't take you away from the you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, those m- blockbuster movies, they really like their color correction, you know, making everything mm. look like the same shade or, you know, like not the sure. same, but like they, they're very specific with with the coloring and the shades and everything. And Chloe's I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to record in nature and the lighting is the light. Yes. And you, yes. Can, you know, it gives that's what gives it that indie feel, I think, because, mm-hmm. man, like Marvel, with a few exceptions, like, you know, like James Gunn is, is a little, you know, every time they give a director that full control it just turns out so much better i think like james gunn you know he uses everything very specifically just like chloe Zhao. but then we got a lot of those in between movies where it's like okay this is just a cookie cutter like you could tell they put a filter in every scene so the movie looks the same color and it looks the same Yeah. yeah i had also heard that chloe Zhao actually used like the same camera rig and like the same crew that she filmed nomad land with 
to to do the eternal so that's why it kind of carries yeah. over the vibe oh wow it's mm. great she was working on both at the same time <laughs> yes yeah. wild sitting in the yeah. back seat of a van living on the road with uh nomads meanwhile editing eternals in the back seat i'm like that's crazy that's two wild. completely different types i mean if you want to go by kind of polar opposites a big ass marvel movie and nomad land that's mm-hmm. that's so dope yeah, sh- yeah. shouts to the girl because I can't wait yeah, to watch Marvel, Eternals. Yeah. Marvel got yeah. her cheap too, because <laughs> before she won that Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they got her. They got her before. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's her at that discount price. Get her to sign right now. Sign it, goddamn it. That's the thing for me is that like I can't wait for like the second trailer to come because I thought when the first trailer dropped we were gonna see like from Academy Award winner Chloe Zhao, but they didn't do that in this right. trailer. And but yeah. they also didn't really like do any of the cast. Like they didn't put their names out there. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This but, trailer's probably been ready for like a couple of months. I <laughs> think he's been sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, it yeah, would have no. been smart. It would have been smart to play this trailer right after she won the Oscar. They just throw it on TV like right after. That would have literally. Been, been I a mean, good move. throw it on yeah. there. Why not? Because <laughs> they don't want to kill the hype it. for. Uh, they're really trying with Black Widow. Like they don't want to. I feel like that's mm-hmm. why they haven't been releasing anything. Spider Man's been filmed and everything. It's like a lot of the stuff is like. Um, Spider Man. I feel like they, been they filmed. Spider Man three in December. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started in December. That's why. That's why they. They. Um. I just want Black Widow to come out so they can start focusing on those next movie. It sucks, but like that's you can tell that they're not showing anything from any other movie because they're trying to not kill the hype for Black Widow too much. You know? Bro, the hype, the, is, hype. the hype is dead. Bro, yeah, the yeah. hype train has left for Black Widow. <laughs> my yeah. guy, like, I was talking gone. to. I was talking to my wife. Well, it's great because my wife doesn't really give it. She does. She's not nearly as critical about movies as we are. We're, we're over here critics and shit. So when I was telling her a Black Widow about Black Widow, she was like, I didn't know Black Widow had a movie coming out. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm kind of like, that's kind of to our point. Like, the, I think the moment for Black Widow has passed. And yeah, it, well, it kind of like, released what, two years ago at this point? Yeah, yeah. So she, she died two years ago. She's gone. In. I mean, yeah. the, moment, the moment for a solo Black Widow movie has passed for like five years now like it's so far past like caring about that so like i'm still excited to see it because i just i like scarlett johansson i think it's gonna be fun sure yeah but yeah i mean i would have much preferred to get a solo black widow movie when they were doing the avengers movies and now she's yeah. she's dead and we're getting a yeah, so solo as, as we, right <laughs> Bro, yeah. throw it on yeah. disney plus like throw it on disney yeah. plus yeah. i'll pay make 20 bucks. Pay 30 bucks yeah yeah make people pay 30 i'd rather pay 20 but Throw it on Disney Plus for the premiere access, and then we can watch it there, and then drop the Eternals. I just, yeah. Yeah. I think they would have to pay out. Uh, Scarlett Johansson probably has like a clause or something in her contract oh, about uh, like um, something with box office revenue because you know she's a star. So mm. I'm sure that they would have to pay her out if they didn't release it in theaters for like at least a month or something. They'd probably have to pay her out like mm. some good money. Let me tell you something about Scarlett Johansson. I'm kidding. I have nothing to say. About <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy her, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just over the, I'm over. I just want to see Black Widow already. I'm more hyped for Eternals now. I gave Eternals yeah. so much because I didn't care about it before. But Well, that's the thing about the Eternals that like nobody cares about them in terms of like comic books. Right. Right. Like, I think that's what everyone says, but like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a fun movie. I, th- I do yeah. think it's going to be fun. Yeah. We got some Game of Thrones actors. Oh, the Starks are back, baby. Yeah, the Starks are back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Starks reunion going could, on. Um, you know, to get into a little 
lore here because you mentioned the comic books i think we can get a little uh thanos thanos whatever uh mm -hmm. uh tie in there because uh one of the eternals is like thanos's mom <laughs> or no, one of the eternals Fina. cousins yeah Fina's because... first cousin of thanos yeah and That's actually um, in the jolie right yeah and then okay what what else there was something else because they're from thanos. they're from titan which is one of saturn's moons right I think so. Oh. <laughs> but no, the thing about this is that, like in the Eternals, the main villains are supposed to be the deviants, and Thanos is a deviant. So we'll we'll see. That's dope. We'll see. That's dope. I mean, his caliber of strength and all of that. I would think the the the, the threat level has to be high for Eternals because once you once you yeah. see the trailer and you see their abilities, you, it's like okay, the threat level has to match that. So it's mm -hmm. they're from the same uh, from the same planet. That's cool. Titan. We should they should dig more into Titan because they mentioned it so many times and I haven't seen well, I much they, about. Yeah, you know, they what I'm definitely saying? will. Yeah, because yeah. you see them come in that ship at the beginning of the trailer. So I mm -hmm. think we're gonna, we might get a cool little prologue on Titan. That'd be pretty. That'd be tight. cool. It's yeah. uh, it's the same thing with like the ending of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League where Martian Manhunter shows up and he's just like, I'll help you out next time. That's like the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, for years, we just stood by and watched until now. I'm like, yo, you could have you helped out when like half the world got dusted. But whatever. I never thought I'd see the... <laughs> yeah, the but none of us got night. dusted. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. hyped about the Eternals. Uh not that I take back what I said before, but after watching Nomadland, I, I just I'm so much more excited for the type of MCU movie that Eternals is going to be. I feel like it's going to be such a so much different than than cookie. everything else. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ant Man, for example, it's a cookie cutter Marvel filler movie. You know what I'm saying? It's like it looks the same as every other one. I feel like this is going to be so different. And again, I'm a big Angelina Jolie fan. I find like she's been very fairly low key. I know she had a recent movie. I think you guys reviewed. Yeah. Her most recent yeah. movie, yeah, yeah. Those who wish um, me dead, right? Yes, yeah. those who wish me dead. So I haven't yeah, it watched was, it. Was yet. it was okay? I, I wish it was better. I'm a big fan of Taylor Sheridan. I didn't love that movie, but mm. it, it's she was good in it, so it's all that matters. Of course, of course, yeah. So I'm I'm hyped, man. I can't. I I'm looking forward to watching the Eternals in the theater with a drink in my hand. So I'm mm. excited. Damn, I can't believe y'all get to get to drink alcohol in theaters over there. Meanwhile, we just. <laughs> Yeah, L listeners, <laughs> the boys are for are from up north, and from what we're hearing, it's not like state by state Americans. Where if you're in fucking Florida, you get to watch sporting events and go ha go to a rave. At this point in time, you guys are really still on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. We nuts. were uh, we were doing better for a while, but then some people from from over in Ontario decided to have a backyard barbecue, and then things just went to shit. And it's just like geez. Ontario, Ontario, yeah, I know, right? Honestly, look, no offense to Ontario during this pandemic. They haven't been on top of the ball lately. Not going to lie, but whatever. Is Ontario is a big Canadian city. Yeah, it's yeah. And like it's their cities are packed pretty tight, too. So mm -hmm. um, okay. there's a lot of people there who are who at the beginning of the pandemic, at least were kind of just like, hey, girls. Toronto is <laughs> Toronto's kind of like the Canadian New York or like LA. Okay. So like it's it's so really like bustling city. Yeah. And it, it it got hit pretty hard. Whereas over here in Nova Scotia, things have been pretty calm in, until now. Now things are, are not doing so good, but got you. 
Got you. Okay. So which which one are you guys closest to? Like which which of the big cities? Toronto uh, or Ontario? Ooh, I think we're closer to Ontario slightly, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know. My geography is not very good. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would say Montreal is is probably closest to us as well. But oh, okay. that's like, Montreal, like a gotcha. seven eight hour drive. Yeah. Okay, and a lot of people from Montreal do they speak French? Because I understand a lot of Canadian. Yeah. One of my favorite MMA fighters, George Saint Pierre, who's also in. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. He was, yeah, he was in uh, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier. He's from Montreal and he speaks French. So I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I didn't. Canadians yeah. French. Mo- Montreal, um, specifically, they kind of do. There are some places that speak solely French and some places that are mixed. And um, it's really funny because we took a trip there not too long ago and uh when we were there it was essentially like don't try and speak french unless you are super fluent otherwise they will get really mad at you so <laughs> i avoided french because i am horrible at my, with my french but that's hilarious interesting i don't know yeah also. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first time if we ever go to canada fellows you guys are probably gonna be the ones who we reach out to i mean as far as I'm concerned you guys are my only Canadian connection. So when I pull up, hey, I'm anytime. Anytime. I mean yeah. <laughs> Me, Gerardo, yeah. and Joe might pull up a little lit, just like, hey, we're in Canada. <laughs> what, what, what are y'all on? What are y'all on? <laughs> Show us around, please. Yeah. All the way from LA to Nova Scotia, and you guys are just gonna be like, oh shit, that was a lot of money for this. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh so Eternals hyped about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's it as far as Eternals. Is there any other? Yeah. What are the news that we have? Because I know is there any other? Yeah. What, 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 what do you What do you guys got? Anything? Uh, I think. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any big news aside from. Uh, no, actually, yeah, I don't think there's there's anything that comes to mind. Okay, cool, cool. Because cool. I know we were we were talking earlier about some of our our favorite yeah. zombie movies before we review army of the dead so uh gerardo yeah, yeah what was segment yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah Next so. segment, favorite zombie movies and why exactly exactly so i mean yeah. just off off top since you mentioned it gerardo favorite zombie movies coincidentally my favorite zombie movie is dawn of the dead you know the remake by Zack snyder i believe it was as we said earlier might have been his direct was it his debut his directorial debut yeah, yeah it was dead and yeah, hard to believe. Music videos before that. Gotcha. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was a music video director. And uh, as a kid, you know, most zombie movies were just zombies walking slow like this. You know what I'm saying? So Dawn of the Dead, these zombies are full on sprinting like Olympians. And that that's it. I grew up watching Dawn of the Dead. They're trapped in this mall and they're just trying to survive. And it gets yeah. to the end. They get to this island. And that's overrun by <laughs> by zombies yeah. too. So mm-hmm. I, I can watch Dawn of the Dead right now and still enjoy it. So uh, full transparency, it was a little, it was so crazy for me to believe that the movie I was watching, Army of the Dead, was created by, was directed by the same person. Because I don't know, they just kind of feel like different movies. One yeah. feels like a, a grounded, as grounded as it can be, zombie movie, and the other feels like yeah. a big blockbuster zombie movie you know what i mean that has all these ideas in one movie i think army of the dead has all these ideas in one fucking movie you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. yeah so that's my favorite zombie movie honestly dawn of the dead uh gerardo is it 2004 
Yeah, Dawn of the so. Dead came out. Yeah, so that that's that's my favorite zombie movie. I enjoy Train yeah. to Busan as well on Netflix. It's a Korean. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I love Train to Busan. Yeah. It's probably my second favorite besides Dawn of the Dead. And we're gonna yeah. throw it on I our. I wanted face to mention. For... Uh, I've always mm-hmm. been a big zombie guy, like uh, all the classic George Romero stuff and everything. Yeah, same. I watched all that. Yeah, you know that. Uh, you know, and then um, kind of zombie stuff, like like you know, just that type of uh, thing. In the seventies, there was like all the you know practical effects stuff so there was like a lot of zombies and possession stuff and it all looked really cool like uh, evil dead it's kind of a zombie movie kind of not you know and then mm-hmm. we get into the 90s early 2000s with like 28 days later and that's oh. where we get the fast sprinting zombies and everything uh you know love that movie that movie's cool man with scarecrow yeah yeah 28 uh, days later now 28 weeks later that yeah yeah, yeah. So, so you know, like, uh, I've always liked zombie stuff a lot. As far as favorite zombie movie, uh, probably, or I don't know. I like, I like Nazi zombies a lot. <laughs> From, uh, Call of Duty. If you guys ever played Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Love that shit, yeah. man. I feel like Nazi zombie mode is like, um, that's its own zombie experience right there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And it's, uh, it's great. They even had a, a level with, uh, George Romero as a zombie boss. Yeah, Call of the Dead. That, one, know, that one's yeah. dope. For those that don't know, George George A. Romero is the guy that invented zombies pretty much for movies. Like he, oh, he, wow. he, he invent he's the one that kind of made the the zombie wow. movie. <laughs> he made the first yeah. one, Donna, Donna the Dead, the original one from I want to say like 1950 something, maybe 58 or something, right? Right. Because uh, Zack it, Snyder, yeah, was a reboot uh, of that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's got that whole uh, original trilogy where there's Night of the Living Dead, which was the first one that was black. Oh, and that white. was yo, yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Mm. And then he did um, Dawn of the Dead, and I can't remember what the what the last one on that trilogy was. But yeah, he kind of yeah. popularized was it, was what it the zombies last are. One um, Army of the I want to say was close to Army of the Dead because there was some type of military thing involved in the third one. Oh, it was Day uh, of the Dead. D- Day of the Dead. Mm. Yeah. So like for me. <laughs> Uh, for me with zombie movies, me and my dad, one of our, our big things that we always did together when I was growing up was like, we just love zombie movies. And like, we started with the the Romero movies when I was like 12 and then, and then we worked our way up to like all the more modern stuff. But I think if I had to pick like just three or something, I would, uh, I would go with probably the original night of the living dead, just cause that's where that whole genre was born and like you can really see romero putting in all the all the seeds of like what the zombie genre would become and, and yeah. so i love that one i also really love Shaun of the dead by edgar wright which is Shaun of the dead <laughs> that that movie's like a, a really brutal zombie movie when it wants to be but it's also kind of like a hilarious rom-com at times so that one ranks up pretty high for me um i know you said evil dead too which is kind of like you said, it's a little bit more of a possession movie than a straight on straight on zombie movie, but I, I do love that one as well. And and Train to Busan more recently is oh, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that one's just incredible. Oh, and the ho- the homeboy from that movie is in uh, Eternals. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm Dong looking Dong, mm-hmm. Dong Say or something like that. Oh no, <laughs> he's a Korean actor, right? Yeah, he's big bulky dude. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. on my end, I I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm not too big on the zombie genre. 
but like one of the only things that like immediately pops in my mind of course is just it's not even a movie it's a tv show a tv show that's still running and i don't know how because i fell off of it a long ass time ago <laughs> but this is the walking dead <laughs> it's like that, yeah. that was like that was like kind of it for zombies for me but damn like they're still going i'm like how are you guys still doing going? this <laughs> still going man still going and it's like it's right it's like they they there's a difference like we're big on nuance on our show there's always a different appeal to this like this we're talking army of the dead this one was supposed to be like a heist they're, they're you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. we, we know what this we'll, we'll talk more about it it's just i find yeah, once, yeah. once you dive you're, into that you're excited that zombie, you're excited to talk yeah about man <laughs> and once you dive into that zombie genre because we've seen so much of it my wife she fucking loves zombie movies She's like there's ever a zombie apocalypse our daughter's gonna survive i got her i'm like okay nigga, like that's just never gonna happen <laughs> um I, I think that because we've consumed so much of it we want to see just something slightly different about it. That, that's what dawn of the dead served for me as a kid i've never seen a zombie movie like that before so it, it hit me different you know what i mean so um yeah yeah that's that's yeah. all i have about about zombie movies <laughs> I, uh... what, about, what about you wesley yeah for my favorite zombie movie, I'm I'm also not a huge zombie uh, fan. Like I'm no diehard zombie fan, but I uh, I love Shaun of the Dead. Um, that is honestly one of my favorite zombie movies. Just because, like Hayden said, um, it it takes its moments where it's like pretty serious, and then it it also has its moments where it's just funny and fun. Like that scene yeah. in the bar where they're killing zombies to Queen or something. Oh yeah, man! And yeah. they're like yeah. throwing the darts, and ah, uh, it's it's great. So I love that one. It has a lot of heart too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Edgar yeah, so good at that. It's <laughs> ultimately a movie about like friendship at the end of the day, even though it's like masqueraded as this like crazy ass zombie movie, but it's, it's really yeah. about, about the bond between those, those two leads. It's um, funny. Cause uh, I, I expected that movie to be more like scary movie. Cause that was the era of parodies. So I thought, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a shitty parody, a shitty <laughs> parody, but it was yeah. actually a beautiful movie. Edgar Wright is really good at that, where he kind of lures you in thinking it's going to be like a satire and it kind of is, but it also stands on its own. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it, yeah, yeah. You nailed it right there. It's like a satire, not a parody. Yeah. Yes. You yes. Know? Cause so those, those scary point. movie type of yeah. parodies are very recognizable. And like you said, Gerardo, for a long time, we were getting so much of that. We were getting date movie. We were getting disaster scary movies movie. one through five. We were getting disaster movie with Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? For a long time, parodies were like the big thing. And it's cool to make fun of real life shit, but some of that shit just sucked. You know what I mean? So Shaun of the Dead was was so well done. It's like, oh, my God, what am I watching here? Yeah, it's and those actors are fucking dope, too. (laughs) And they're they're really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love those actors in Shaun of the Dead. So I love Simon Pegg. He's great. Yeah. Crossed. Yeah. Uh, before we before we move on, I wanted to go back to what Joe said about Walking Dead really quick. When did you stop watching ar- Around the Line? And does anybody else did anybody else here watch Walking Dead as well? Yeah, yeah, I I, I stopped watching. Only dabbled, only dabbled. I stopped watching after uh, that season with Negan and stuff. Negan. <laughs> yeah, after That's after like do. after his introduction, because I tried to I I did watch a little bit after that with. Uh, you know the guy with the dreads and the tiger and everything but i just mm-hmm. couldn't get into it at that point mm-hmm. for sure but yeah no i stopped guys? yeah no after after they killed killed off glenn that's that's kind of when i stopped like i watched the rest of that season yeah. which i believe was season six and then i tried watching a little bit of season seven and i was like i can't do it no no yeah and then, <laughs> I just and fell then off like, so hard rick rick and uh, michonne got together 
Oh yeah, well, that's right. I read the whole good. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. I, I read the whole comic book series for The Walking Dead by by Robert Kirkman, and so I feel like those stay good consistently the whole way through. But the show doesn't really handle Glenn's death well. Like the comic, you feel it, but it works a lot better going forward. Whereas once Glenn dies in the show, it's kind of just like the nail in the coffin for a lot of people. Like everyone kind of stopped there. And they teased mm-hmm. it a lot, a lot, a lot. Like they had like three fake outs or two fake outs before that. Remember? Right, yeah. right. He's almost getting eaten, but he's really not getting eaten. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. And uh, as Robert someone Kirkman, who was, you know, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, someone who, I didn't watch it as much as Gerardo did. I would go to Gerardo's place and I always see a little picture of Negan at his crib. It was like a little. A little, oh, yeah, we had was, a little Negan. It was dope. It was dope. But I've heard so much from uh, avid Walking Dead fans that after the death of Glenn, that was such a, an important character that his death and the way he went out afterwards, it was significant in the show. Like, you can feel it after the show. My old roommate, Amanda, she watched Walking Dead all the time. And she she was like, you're going to sit down. You're going to watch this episode. So I sat down and I watched the episode of Glenn getting fucking got. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, Jesus, this is so fucking brutal. You know what I'm saying? And she said after that, she stopped watching it just because she felt less attached to it. So it's interesting you guys say that because that's like the consensus I hear about Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that was one of my favorite things, too. Like I, I had mentioned that, like me and my dad all loved the, the zombie movies, but we also watched that show every Sunday for for like seven or eight years. And I actually got the chance to meet Norman Reedus, uh, John Bernthal and, and Michael Rooker at a, at a convention. That's yeah, they, they were all really great guys. And I, I kind of wish that I had been able to keep powering through that show, but like they lost so many of the core characters that made that show like what it was. And, and yeah, I think it just kind of lost everyone in the, in the later seasons. Cause it's, I tuned in for a couple episodes recently and it, it's not very good anymore. Yeah, yeah no. And sucks. like, this was like the walking dead. It was like at that caliber where there were watch parties for it, you know, like people yes. were like, like, oh, let's go to my house. We're all going to watch Walking Dead. We'll have snacks yes. and shit, you know? Yes, on some Game of Thrones type shit. Like, my yeah. family was binging Walking Dead, and I was just, I was resisting as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I remember the the premiere. I think it was, like, um, it was, it was, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, maybe when, around when Walking Dead premiered, I think it was, like, my sophomore year, maybe my freshman year of high school. And AMC every year, they uh, it's, a, it's a channel on TV. They used to have like this, like, you know, the one that Walking Dead is on. They used to have this marathon. AMC. Uh, they, every October, they had like these movie marathons. They'd have like different Halloween movies planned for different days, like with themes yes. and stuff. Yes. Um, and they were hyping up The Walking Dead. So I remember it was on Halloween. It premiered and it was the first episode and it premiered. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then uh, yeah. it just sucks that it fell off. <laughs> yeah, I wish it stayed good. I wish they ended it earlier, too. I don't want to hang up on it any, any longer. But, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like they definitely overstayed their welcome. They should have yeah. like call it quits on like season seven or eight, but they, they're still going somehow. So, yeah, I think this I think actually maybe... is the last season. Oh, soon. good. Good to hear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even though they won't be able to actually get the ending that the comic book has because Rick, like the main character of the show, has been gone for like two seasons now so it's like he's getting whatever movie, i think isn't he or something yeah he's supposed to be getting something a movie. like that i'm like so what's weird. what's going on yeah. here yeah. i'll watch that's, it I think, but i, I can't yeah. say i care for it maybe that's why robert kirkman was like you know just make invincible series animated <laughs> <laughs> straight <laughs> up straight up and he has a lot more control on this one too he like i said i think invincible i think he likes walking dead but invincible is really like his 
his his baby because invincible and walking dead they came out i think like the same year but invincible came out first so mm-hmm. you know fucking robert yeah. kirkman amazing <laughs> yeah yeah honestly, yeah i i, I saw out, this uh yo absolutely out here i i saw this uh this post about it was omni man just punching immortal just fucking gutting him <laughs> through the dam and some yeah. some kid was like oh this is straight up out of injustice comic books when superman oh, kills joe grant people were going in they were like bro this is made way before injustice actually, yeah this well, is actually the joker shit. yeah it, it looks yeah it looks yeah. like the exact same panel it looks, it looks like, like a uh, very similar panel when superman is just going yeah. through joker's fucking it looks chest. like a reference yeah. because even batman Absolutely. is in the same spot as mark as in the yes. panel it looks it looks like it's it was an original reference yeah yes Yes, because like if you look at it side by side, it's 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 exactly the same. It's, it's yeah, crazy. bro, and it's cool to make nods like that. Like it's cool if Injustice yeah. got some inspiration from Invincible. Like that's dope. Yeah. But you know, we're bringing yeah. up comics. Uh, Marvel Zombies is pretty cool. Deceased is pretty cool. Those are the deceased. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's that's cool to talk about. Yeah, it's it's like when Flash yeah. had uh Flash had the the zombie virus and he's running around the world and Superman has to has to take him out. And Superman becomes like a zombie as well as so he flies into sp- it, yeah that's 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 its own thing but mm-hmm. um that is that it for for zombie movie is that it for our zombie yeah. favorites gentlemen I think so, I, yeah. I think so yeah mm-hmm. uh, zombies are such a an interesting thing because like even though I'm huge on them I'm definitely feeling like the oversaturation in that genre like people are kind of sick of sick of it at this point which is totally understandable because there's like ten yes. zombie movies that come out every year so you really have to do something original. And like Army of the Dead tries yeah. that. So I guess that's a little lead into to our Army of the Dead conversation. It tries mm-hmm. that, but it, it doesn't fully manage to like be its own original thing. It's trying so Absolutely. many different things. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Which is which is the problem we run funny, into with yeah. Snyder, right? Like funny you Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, that, that zombie fatigue is a is a real thing. Before zombies, it was um, I think vampires. Vampires, bro. And fucking vampires were everywhere. Yeah, they were everywhere, before, man. Yeah. Before vampires, it was zombies in the 80s you know? so <laughs> i think i think we just go back and forth a little bit because uh truly uh we do yeah yeah you know so uh without further ado i think we're just going to get into it because it seems like everyone's been trying to tie everything into this movie yeah, <laughs> talking about this movie so we're going to be talking about Zack snyder's army of the dead released yes. on netflix uh, yes. earlier this month uh which is may of 2021 yes yeah so this is uh hot off the heels of Zack snyder's uh justice league which it's funny he spent so much time on that on that movie right and this is his first original movie since uh batman versus superman uh, yeah well sounds about right yeah i think so because he did justice league but that got torn apart so i think yeah this is the first time he's really made his own movie since since then yeah yeah interesting so uh we were talking about it earlier before we started recording about how uh you know snyder cut justice league that was like you know we got a bad movie let's just let us see the four-hour cut of Zack snyder's vision and we want to see it all this movie was like whoa come on you need to control your boy Zack snyder a little bit Mm -hmm. He, he went a little too ham john mentioned earlier uh how Zack snyder uh, just threw every idea he had into this movie nothing it, it seems it feels like nothing made the cutting room floor 
And Netflix even made a point in a tweet where they said, by the way, this is the Snyder cut. Very, um, bro, you have a heist, you have a father daughter relationship and you have Las Vegas zombie. Cool. Yeah. So let's get, let's get into the story We're we're opening. We open with a uh, little, little intro, you know, Zach classic Zack Snyder music video. You can really tell that he he's a music video director. Sometimes we get a, literally it's the whole last five minute Richard cheese song, I think. And it's, um, five minutes it it would have been okay okay before we get into the movie let's talk about the uh what is it Uh, let's just call it the army of the dead cinematic universe (laughs) 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 so netflix is really invested in this in in this property as a hayden uh we we were talking about that earlier you want to you want to elaborate a little bit oh i have no idea so so before this movie even came out, Netflix had pretty much confirmed, like off the top, they were like, we're doing an animated TV show. We're doing a prequel movie and we're doing Army of the Dead. So the animated TV show is called Lost Vegas. And it's got a, a couple of the cast members returning before it's, the events of this movie. Uh, I heard it's like an anime style. So it's probably the intro of this movie, that montage, I'm thinking. Yeah, oh my I can, god! I cannot. It's because they're bringing back Batista and and all this stuff. Oh, they bring you back the brunette woman who, who the hell well, was that we'll, brunette we'll, we'll woman? Get, and- yeah, we'll get we'll we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, oh, spoiler warning, by the way, uh, for everything. Yo, John's um, just John's just out here in the back right now because you guys can't see, but he's yeah, <laughs> he's very he's, he's losing it. He's movie. passionate about it. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I have Viva Las Vegas in my fucking head after watching that. For I've watched Army of the Dead more than once, so it's just like, mm-hmm. who yeah, is so, this character you're focusing so much on? But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we we got that. So yeah, basically they invested already in the little cinematic universe. There's going to be a prequel directed by. The guy who plays a safe cracker in this movie, he's going to be directing the prequel movie, which is called Army of Thieves, I believe. And it's going to be more about him and his little operation, I think. Right. The yeah, safe cracker. Yeah, yeah. They're making a prequel about him. It's not even a zombie movie. I've, I've heard it's a rom-com. Uh, so what, what the fuck? Thieves. Yeah. Wow. I can't. And wow. He's directing. Yeah. The, and the guy, the safe cracker is the one directing it. Interesting. I know oh. Wesley. I, I when I told Wesley about that, he was immediately just all fired up about it. He was like, "Who who fucking cares about this?" Yeah, because like <laughs> he's a fun character, sure, but does that mean he should get his own prequel movie? That's not even like just like give every single closely, character one. <laughs> yeah, it's not even closely related to anything to have to do with the zombie stuff. They're just like, mm, I like this guy. Let's give him his own movie. There, there's so many plot threads that they can expand on that is not that. Mm-hmm. like because that they just leave open right so we get we get a little opening montage but right before the opening montage a little prologue uh there's army vehicles transporting a zombie somewhere in the middle of the desert um a, a small sedan crashes into a, a military truck and explodes okay so here's the thing here's the thing about this scene okay so they they crash because there's a couple and uh the the guy who's driving he's getting a bj and that's why the fucking zombie apocalypse <sighs> start is because a couple of people are fucking horny and they crash into a military why does the vehicle? car explode <laughs> on impact honestly honestly i love the fact that they were like 
what's a new exciting way to start a zombie apocalypse? A blowjob. Roadhead. Roadhead <laughs> is the way we're going to do it. So. I told this you, yeah, Zach, Zach Snyder is just such a bro. This is the most <laughs> bro movies a bro can make. I got an advertisement the other day on Instagram. Zack Snyder is such a bro that now he's like doing a, his workout routine. Like I think he's selling like little lessons for that. I got an advertisement on Instagram. It was Zack Snyder like, today we're doing chest and legs and legs and more legs. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's just, and it's so funny. He's such such a bro. And he yeah, had full control of this. I mean, it's like pull over. You're in the middle of nowhere. There's so right? much like just like just stretch of the highway that you could pull over and get this BJ on. But he's just You're like, like nah, 10 you... minutes from Vegas, right? Get to the hotel yeah, first. <laughs> so so the the uh, the army trucks crash. Zombie gets out, infects other people. We get this montage of zombies taking over Las Vegas. It's its own story. It felt like it's. I was like, man, this is this should be the movie right here. Mm -hmm, uh, I didn't see anything about this movie prior, so I didn't know it was going to be a heist movie. So I was like, what the fuck? They're going. They're going through the movie. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we're kind of introduced to the characters in in this montage. We're introduced to Batista. We're introduced to a few other people. Yeah, it was. I I like the montage. Um, aspects of it where we kind of get to see like okay they've already kind of been doing this they know what's going on but i also think it was yeah kind of weird because it felt like that was a whole movie like that intro montage was a whole movie and i guess we're gonna get that with the animated series maybe but yeah, yeah it feels i feel like, like we should have gotten that first this feels like the sequel that mixes it up like yes yes like you know so past the intro we um you know we're introduced to where the characters are at after the zombie apocalypse it seems to be it's not even an apocalypse it's mostly contained to las vegas they had to close down las vegas lock it up uh it's just where zombies chill and hang out now or so that, is that, that's like the isolated um, area like you know what i'm saying is that the only area yeah. in the world where there are zombies at Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah because i think that's what it was okay right so, yeah. so uh, earlier i mentioned some some hanging plot threads that are not brought up at all later during the movie uh this isn't related to anything we're probably not going to talk about it there's like a robot zombie skull type thing mm -hmm. uh later in the movie when someone kills a zombie they it looks like they're it robot. looks like electrical and he has, he has like a little he has like a little blue eye right yeah they have that that's kind of what it looked like so at the beginning of the movie i had to rewatch it uh, there's like little UFOs. So, you know, the Zack Snyder, he was just like, well, this is going to be uh, the, the the zombie disease or whatever came from space, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That, that's, it's going to blow people's minds when they find out like in, in two years, you know? And it's like, <laughs> bro, like it's been done so many times, you know, they should have just alien origins. Let it go. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. I don't know. And, the, and those are just hanging plot threads, which which are very annoying. Yeah, um, I, it's, it's, yeah, just also really quickly to add to that, I actually looked up, because I was interested to see if like there was any explanation of any of those things or anything like that. Um, and apparently Zack Snyder was saying that the aliens are kind of just there. He doesn't really give a good ex explanation for them other than like, maybe they were the ones who caused it. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Did but, he say that on that one app that he always live streams on? 
I I just saw it in like an article. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he also he does kind of explain the robot zombies too, saying that he envision envisioned them as uh, becoming more than just zombies, like how we have some of the alpha ones who are kind of controlling everything and stuff like that. He was like, I envision them, I, I envision them becoming more than just zombies, but having the one robot zombie in there. Just, I don't know. It's kind and of also, weird. it's like, it's not like the studio told him, no, he made this movie. It's not like he, anything got left on the, it doesn't feel like anything got left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. So it's Snyder, not like he got fucked over here and he wasn't able to explain it. Snyder went to Netflix and he was like, so I'm going to make a zombie heist movie. And they were like, okay, cool. And he was like, I'm also going to make an alien robot time loop movie. How's that sound? And then they were like, yeah, sure. <laughs> do, do your thing. Oh yeah, something about it's supposed to be a time loop with the the intro was basically kind of like the rest of the movie loosely. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Weird. There's it's also like things. there's also like the fact that like the dead bodies outside of the vault are wearing like the exact same clothes as like the main characters uh, throughout the movie, and right. even even deeper into it. Not that I care about it because it's honestly kind of fucking stupid, but. Uh, <laughs> even deeper into it like the girl uh who has like the key necklace there's mm-hmm. four holes on it and on the dead body outside of the vault there's three holes on it implying like this is their fourth time doing this heist i, I don't know what he was thinking <laughs> wow that's well uh, um retroactively the movies might be good in a few like 10 years yeah. so <laughs> after the intro we're introduced to where the, all the characters are at Batista is a little short order cook at a little diner. He has a daughter. <laughs> She's a volunteer somewhere. Not not a lot of interesting stuff. Basically, someone goes to Batista, says, I need you to get a gang to go into Vegas. You got to go to my vault. You got to get all this money out. Yeah. And you'll, you'll get some money. Yeah. Apparently right. the boy rescued the secretary of defense in the I intro. Guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know honestly yeah, when you rewatch like, it you'll see it you'll see some asshole in a uniform you're like oh that's what he's talking about okay i get this it. this is uh mm-hmm. this is like i think the only movie on the podcast where i've ever like while i was watching it i was like doing other shit because i was like this is this is too this is too too dumb i was like i was like cooking and everything i was like this is you can multitask you know, that's the thing this. yeah mm-hmm. So it's a lot of time wasting in it, like a lot of shit we didn't need, you know. Mm-hmm. Batista gets the gang together, whatever, you know. We got a pilot, we got a safe cracker, and then we got people that are good at killing zombies, I guess. Um, we don't see it later that they're good at killing zombies, but they're good at killing zombies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what they say, anyways. It's <laughs> there's a there's a YouTuber in it like who does like a trick shot like he like kills like three <laughs> zombies like trick shots and shit and later on in the movie he's just useless like <laughs> awful. brings two of his friends and one of them yeah it's just so anyway pointless. yeah uh and then the guy that hired um batista then uh sent someone in with with them you know it's his guy whatever we got the, the game together the Yay. necessary evil government man Every every zombie movie needs (laughs) with an ulterior motive. Exactly. (laughs) Fucking tropey, didn't it? This movie, man. It's it's really funny because uh, you just summed that up in like thirty seconds, and that's the first like forty five minutes of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I know. I was just waiting for. I was just waiting for the zombie shit, and then like this this forty five minutes is just like 
come on, let's let's go. <laughs> you, know? you didn't you, yeah. you didn't like the B plot, bro. So no. <laughs> the B plot is um Batista's daughter. She has really big eyes, by the way. Sprinkle that in there. It was distracting. Sometimes I was like, damn, like she was like, was, okay, whatever. <laughs> big eyes. Extremely focused, Gerardo. She was focused. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like that's like also framing, and it has to do with the camera and the way Zack Snyder, like you know what I mean. It's it's a lot. So she's got to be looking for that one lady that she's here to look for. She's got to have those eyes open. I had to look up if it was um if it was uh Ramona Flowers. I had to look at I had to look up. It wasn't. It was some British chick uh, who hasn't been in too much stuff. Her B blot, you know, she's working at a refugee camp. I guess she has a homie named Gita. Gita is like, hey, if anything happens to me, I'm going to go into Vegas. Uh, if anything happens to me, you got to take care of my kid. Something happens to her. So I guess she doesn't want to take care of the kids. You know, so she's like, I got to rescue her. So she insists on going into zombie invested, infested Vegas with, uh, with Batista. And that brings us to finally the zombies, right? Which is what we all signed up for. Right? <laughs> and, yeah. Any thoughts on that 45 minute nothing burger? Uh, I will just say one thing. Why do they need a safe cracker if it's his safe? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Just give him the code, right? Unless <laughs> maybe it like automatically changes or something or whatever. But right. like, is that not his? Does he not have the it, code it's his to safe. his own he even safe? Said it was, he even said it's not stealing. It's just getting my money. Yeah. So, so. why do you need to, a safe cracker? Anywho. Um, the only thing I'll say about those first 45 minutes is I feel like there's actually like a way to make that interesting they just didn't do it like snyder just kind of bounces from like uninteresting character to uninteresting character (laughs) without really developing them at all whereas like if he had chilled out on the melodrama a little bit and just let you actually get to know these characters in like a way that made them compelling then it would have been fine but like it's just nonsense for like 30 to 40 minutes and it really drags the movie's pacing down yeah Yeah, it's brutal (laughs) but of uh batista yelling his daughter's name that's the only reason i know her name he does yell it quite a bit and like (laughs) that daughter character like borderline comes pretty close to ruining the movie like she's she's no she no i don't even think it's borderline i think she ruins the movie she ruins the plot we'll get into it she ruins everything literally in the movie whatever okay we're in vegas baby we're in vegas (laughs) we got our vegas tour guide we got um the whole gang a lot of fun. Um, we get into Vegas. There's a lot of zombies. Spooky. Spooky, am I right? I no, I, not, one really. Thing, not really. Zombie yeah. tigers, too. Zombie tigers. So cool. Zombie tigers. <laughs> very cool. Um, and also a very cool idea that when it rains, the dead zombies come back to life, but never right. used again. Yeah, imagine but if I, it was actually... And if, if it, you know, if I, something's brought up, you want it to happen, right? <laughs> I, I think I literally said it uh, when we were watching the movie. Uh, they said that, and I was like, oh, it's going to rain at some point, isn't it? And it never did. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. It's so fucking annoying. I had so already, uh, I had already oh, seen. I had already seen the movie and I was rewatching it with Wesley. And when they bring up that line about like the zombies coming back when it rains, he looks at me, he's like, Oh, we're going to see that again. I'm like, no, you just don't. It's just not a thing to touch on again. <laughs> it's mentioned and never touched again. When it's like, yeah, it's, like a lot it's an movie. interesting, it's an interesting theory too, to like have the zombies come back when it rains, but they just do nothing with it. 
Well, that yeah, that's the thing about this movie. It's juggling a lot of balls. Um, like uh, that's one of the plot things that never gets resolved. Then we're uh, after they make it into the city, we're, we're introduced to one of the more um, one of the more interesting ideas of of the movie, which I think is the zombie hierarchy. We get a zombie queen, which she's like a old showgirl. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, feels very Vegasy. That's another thing. Nothing about this felt Vegasy. They ha- have you guys ever been to Las Vegas? I haven't. No. Wow. I've been a couple times. Yeah. Oh shit. No, no I know. <laughs> I know you guys. If you want to, if you want to go have a twenty-four hour Las Vegas trip, if you are in the LA area, you can drive to Las Vegas, turn up, you can drive your ass right back. I've had some some dope yeah. Vegas trips. Vegas is dope. But you're right, yeah, Gerardo. Yeah. It's like. Besides the opening song, what are the Vegas vibes that we're getting? You a lot know of I mean? hallways and a lot of uh, what looked like a COVID recording because it's only two actors on screen at once and the background looks really bad. I was like, man, man. So whatever, zombie hierarchy. Uh, they make a sacrifice. They hand over uh, shades from uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> oh, the boy from yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they sacrifice him to the to the zombies, whatever. Uh, so they have safe passage now, except when they don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So how does that work? Is it like some does a zombie control a set of zombies, and then other zombies aren't affected? Or I wish it was explained. Whatever. We'll probably get it in the prequel or something. Who knows? There are different types Movie's of zombies. Bullshit. You have Shit, the regular the walkers. Zombie movie. <laughs> what a way to come back from hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot happens after that. Just a lot of a lot of noise. Uh, everyone starts getting killed off one by one. Evil government man stabs a couple people in the back. Mm-hmm. No one's very phased by it or questions anything. Yeah, I I wanted to mention that because like there's that whole thing where we've got the youtuber uh youtuber's friend who gets like led yeah. astray uh she, while they're yeah, walking through the hibernating zombies the girl um, yeah yeah and, and she's, as she's, she's very dying, adamant she's very yeah. adamant about the fact that this asshole is hiding something you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. it's you know, like the entire thing and as she's dying and knows that he was the one who messed her over she says nothing she says nothing at she all. says nothing and youtuber has fucked fucked up way more zombies than than she was about to be eaten by and that's another thing it's like i thought that it was just youtuber watching her struggle but then the camera cuts to who's watching her and it's the whole crew with all their guns are like oh man that's <laughs> zombies are slow are. they're it was bad there's there's uh, also only like eight to ten zombies surrounding her and there's like ten people with guns i'm like do something what are you guys doing one each that's all you need to do go save her ass and find out what she's trying to say but yeah she doesn't even attempt to say that the guy's dirty or whatever so now we're about at about maybe like an hour and a half in (laughs) so we still have a whole nother hour (laughs) of the movie left evil government guy somehow lures out the zombie queen it's so stupid to say out loud and he he chops her head off because he's working for the the guy that hired them he says this is worth more than money because you can sell the zombie head to governments to make an army of their own zombies yeah that sounds like such a good idea yeah Yeah, their own their own army of the dead roll credits (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate wmd the ultimate weapon of mass destruction is yeah 
a zombie. So now, shit. like, like I said, like an hour and a half in, we're introduced to a whole nother plot where we have everyone going for the money. We have uh, Batista's daughter, who at this point is still kind of trying to, in the back of her head, trying to save Gita. And then we have this whole other plot with now the they killed the zombie queen. Alpha zombie finds out, so they have no more, what is it called? Pa- safe passage, if they mm-hmm. even had that, right? Because at this point, a lot of their crew already got killed by zombies. While zombie king is mourning the loss of zombie queen, who the crew was finds also, safe. Who is also pregnant? With a zombie yeah, baby? Yeah, with zombie baby. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I, was, was I was wondering about that. It's like, Cause that's it, weird, it, right? Yeah, it, it's it almost like the movie almost is trying to make this thing out of it where it's like she's pregnant, but it, it never. I don't know. It doesn't, Wouldn't the baby be like dead anyways? Because yeah, and, and don't they like they get the baby too? They after they pull it out of her body or something, and it's like weird and blue, isn't it, or something? Yeah, I don't. Know. It died. Or, yeah, uh, I don't know. I really no don't God. know. No, guys, it's blue because it's an alien. You're completely missing the points. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's going to in the prequel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so it wasn't really doing it for me. And I know I'm mm. painting in broad strokes here, but that's because I feel like the movie just has so much noise, right? Like, Yeah, there is so honestly like a lot going on in this movie. And like, yeah. some of it works. A lot of it really doesn't. Or it was just almost like it's a great idea to flesh out and keep going with, but it almost feels like Zack Snyder just put it there. It's like, this is a good idea, but yeah. maybe we'll work on it later. And then kept I guess we can just trudge through to the rest, rest of the synopsis and then just kind of give what we liked and what we didn't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause yeah. God, this movie, it's just such a drag. Yeah. Uh, they find the money. Uh, as soon as they find the money, uh, they find out that, or a little bit before they find the money, they find out that uh, Las Vegas, it was supposed to be nuked like in a day or whatever, but now it's about to be nuked in an hour. So they have 20 minutes or whatever to get out after they find the money. And let me tell you, this 20 minutes lasts a good like 30 minutes. Yep. <laughs> and and people are just having the slowest conversations and it is, it is the most annoying thing in the world. They have 20 minutes. This is when Batista's daughter decides to go to try to find Gita. Uh, she finds yeah. Gita. It, so, this is, yeah. I, really she, quickly, I do want to mention about the moving up of the timetable. I think it's hilarious that in the the like the news reporter thing, they're like, yeah, the president just kind of decided that blowing everything up on July the 4th would be very patriotic. So it's been moved up. It's like, yeah. okay. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he thought, uh, I think the description was, I thought, I think it'll look cool. And at first I was like, the president would never say that. Then I was like, oh, damn, he, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that as a tweet already. Yeah, Donald <laughs> Trump's just be like, yeah, up. we're going to, we're going to lose, nuke Las Vegas because it's patriotic. We're going to nuke Hashtag Las Vegas. Cool. It's going to be very cool. Biggest <laughs> explosion. It's the best. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gonna be the greatest. It's gonna be the greatest explosion America's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Bigger than China. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that that side plot with uh, Batista's daughter and everything. Um, I have I have multiple problems with the side plot. I very much dislike the side plot. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, it's kind of ridiculous that she they're just like, yeah, so this nuke's actually coming in one hour. And she's like, oh, better go venture off out oh, by myself. Better better break off from the rest of the group. The helicopter is on this roof. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so then um, Batista separates from the rest of the group. The group starts getting split up at that point. So it's really the daughter's fault that pretty much everyone at this point, uh, except for Batista, uh, dies. And also one of the guys gets locked in the safe. We'll come back to that. Oh, gosh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> so everyone pretty much uh, <laughs> gets eaten by a zombie or whatever, except for Batista. Can I just bring up Batista's um, ex-girlfriend or whatever? <laughs> she oh, gets her head. Spanner. It was the stupidest. Oh, my God. And it came out of nowhere. This, this, this woman tells Batista... You think it was about the money? I came because I love you or whatever. And it's like, Ugh. where the fuck did that come from? Two yeah. seconds later, <laughs> she gets her neck twisted around. And it's like, I, I love how the movie just instantly, they haven't built this character up at all. And then they start giving you some, some deep backstory as to why she's here. And then they snap her neck just so maybe you care. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I do not, I care even less. And it was a shitty effect. And God, yeah. I get fun zombie movies. I really was wanted a fun zombie movie, but this movie is a lot of hallways and a lot of deserty backgrounds, which, you know, it's Vegas. I get it. But at the same time, it's like it made such a big point to be like Vegas and cartoony and, mm -hmm. and not, nothing felt uh, how I think it should have. So, you know, then we get into, uh, like I said, pretty much everyone dies except for Batista, the guy in the safe. Uh, Batista's daughter finds Gita. So then they get into a helicopter because um, the helicopter pilot's still alive. Everyone at this point is dead. I I think the helicopter pilot, it's a miracle she is still alive because she's smoking a cig like a cigar while refueling a helicopter. Oh, I'm my like, oh. God. <laughs> it's just one second from blowing up. Right. Oh, my. So much stuff that didn't need to go wrong in that movie just to try to build tension. At one point, like, the helicopter is, like, broken, and she has to fix it, like, during the whole movie. And it's like, is she going to mm -hmm. fix it? And she does. And it's fine. Uh, they're So they're leaving leaving Las Vegas. As they're leaving Las Vegas, it gets nuked. whoop de doo Vegas got nuked. Yay. Helicopter crashes. <laughs> Fucking everyone fucking dies except for Batista and his daughter. So now there's no money. There's no Gita. Everyone fucking died. All because of whatever, right? Um, Batista got bit. And at this point, you know, throughout the whole movie, there was a running thing where Batista would try to get close to his daughter and he'd bring up a fucking food truck that he wanted to open with the money. <laughs> and the Batista was about to fucking... <laughs> Batista, when you find out he got bitten, he's about to die, get shot in the head, whatever. Of course, he brings up the food truck as like one of his last things. Just gotta, it's got to be lobster rolls. <laughs> I was like, fucking God damn it, Snyder. Which of damn all it. things, it's like, you think people are going to pull up consistently for fucking lobster rolls? Like, I don't think they <laughs> you're dying, You're dying breaths, bro. Lobster rolls. Batista turns into a zombie, gets shot in the head by his daughter. Uh, I guess he got he grabbed a couple stacks before he left, put it in his yeah, vest. Just a few uh, stacks. His daughter's uh, the only one kind of good at this point. And that's where we're left with her story. Then uh, we go back to Vegas. Homeboy comes out of the safe after it got nuked. And Amari you would think Hardwick. that at this point he's going to be irradiated, right? But nothing, nothing happens yet, but it's okay. Yeah. 
He has a lot of money, carries it to an airport, rents a private jet cash, right? On the jet. Hey, you're looking kind of sick. Must be the radiation poisoning, right? Because he just walked through fucking recently nuked Las Vegas. Goes into the bathroom. Actually, it's because he got bit. That's why he was feeling sick. Movie ends. Movie ends. Yeah. Uh, So like, Oh, go ahead, John. Just like the timing of the bite. It's like we've seen people who get bitten, who react quickly. Like the, the bite affects them Batista within a minute. Batista died right away after the bite. Batista started turning argue, right away. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? You could argue he was dying, but his daughter was fine. She didn't even know broken leg. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like Amari Hardwick, the boy's walking through fucking recently nuked ground and no harm done. So it's just like, how many, did he wait days before the nuke? After the nuke went off, did he wait weeks right. or did he just, no, I have no idea. Yeah. Regardless, if he did, he already would have turned to a zombie. Yeah. And how the yeah. fuck did he even get out of there? How did he survive? Right. right. Like, <laughs> he would be, he would have been buried under rubble. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's just like, anyway. I just pushed the vault open, just walked right out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. goddamn. You make another season of power. <laughs> <laughs> 50 Cent got me. Yeah. So a couple, uh, Everyone just want to list a couple positives, a couple negatives, and then we'll give it a, a score out of um, yeah. zombie queen heads, I guess. But before we do that, I wanted to actually pitch a better version of this movie to you guys, because I was sitting there the other day and I was thinking about like what could have made this movie a better movie. And I came up <laughs> with the idea of like, what if you made like an Ocean's Eleven movie where like it's focused on the heist for like the first 45 minutes to an hour and like. It's all like a Las Vegas heist movie. And then in the second half of the movie, it turns into a zombie movie because like the zombies start taking over Vegas while they're doing this heist. And then they have to kind of readjust their plan to try and make it out of Vegas. Like, I think that would be way cooler. And it gives you that heist movie and that zombie movie by doing like two separate things, kind of like uh, from dusk till dawn, if you've ever seen that. And I I feel like that just would have gave it a lot more breathing room to do two the two separate things it's trying to do. Whereas like, they just kind sure. of mesh it together and it, it just feels so messy. Yeah, I think oh, that would have yeah. given it more focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would have given the opportunity for it to be a lot more focused on because the whole differentiator for this film was supposed to be the fact that it's about a heist as well, but it gets muddled into all this other shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. So it, it's kind it of didn't hard need to be a heist. You can make a zombie movie with an empty Las Vegas taken over by zombies with the zombie hierarchy. You could do that. Mm-hmm. You can make a heist movie about uh, zombies taking over Vegas, but it's a heist movie. You can make those two different movies. It doesn't have to be the same movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Solid point. Yeah, there's a lot of this movie that I feel like a lot of the heist aspects get almost like toned down when it comes to the zombie apocalypse, which is such a huge prevalent thing. Yeah, um, yes. the heist kind of gets put to the side, and I'm like, I I wanted the heist though. Heist is fun. Yeah. yeah. I, oh yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff that I like here. Like, and I my, my main thing is I wish the movie kind of embraced its absurdity a bit more. Like, you have scenes like the thing with the zombie tiger, like tearing off that guy's face. That's like the best scene in the entire movie. But <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a closer to Dead Rising or something. If you guys ever played that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and so like cartoony. I think if it was a little more campy and a little more goofy with the fact that it's a zombie movie and they're attempting a heist in Vegas, I think that's a better movie. But Snyder yeah. was so insistent on making this like a, a character driven melodrama zombie heist movie. And it's just that that mesh together does not work very well. 
should have been more zombie land yeah. less uh less uh dawn of the dead <laughs> mm. straight up yeah. but yeah like uh john mentioned earlier you know those contrasts but um you know just a couple positives for me before we uh you know start wrapping it up a couple positives for me would probably be I really like Batista's acting a lot. I thought I thought he was the strongest actor in this movie. Batista, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he's coming up. He didn't have a lot to work with, but he did very well with what he did work with. And I think Batista Agreed. is he's great because he's not um, playing himself in every movie. Every movie he's playing a different character. Yeah, and you can tell that he actively tries to be in a different mindset and in that character's mindset. And you can genuinely tell that Batista is acting as opposed to just uh cutting a check because he's he's a big boy you know absolutely <laughs> yeah because yeah, he, he can be marketable yeah I, I feel you gerardo i think his acting is and he prides himself on being a serious actor i told gerardo before about this article i read about him dave batista straight just dissing the rock saying you know i'm i'm not a movie star like the rock i'm an actor you know i take my acting serious every role is different as opposed yeah. to The Rock, who it feels like The Rock in every fucking role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I enjoy I enjoy Batista's acting in this. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ram. I, yeah, I honestly, yeah. I think I like like the whole cast. Like aside from the fact that their characters are really underdeveloped, I think a lot of the people here are like pretty charismatic in their performance. They just have like nothing to work with and therefore like they don't really have characters. But I think everyone's kind of doing like their part to make it work. It just doesn't fully work. It, but, but Batista in particular, like he is really doing a lot for a, a movie that isn't really giving him much to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a positive. Um, everyone was yoked. <laughs> Zombies were yoked. Just like great <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's so Zack Snyder. Even the zombies are yoked. Like for real, like, the, the, so, the lead that's guy. That's so bro. <laughs> yeah. The main zombie <laughs> king. Okay, so Zombie King, right? Mm-hmm. We know that if you shoot a zombie in the torso with a machine gun, it shreds them. Zombie King has no shirt on, but he has a helmet. And they use all their ammo shooting at the helmet. And they're very good shots because every single shot they shoot hits the helmet. They're very <laughs> accurate. Yes. <laughs> but they use all their ammo on the fucking bulletproof helmet. And that's, and that's, and that's this movie. Yeah, I feel like there were multiple moments where somebody shot at his head and the bullet reflected, and then they were just like, uh, shoot more at his head. Like, keep trying, keep work. trying. They use, they use all their ammo, and then he takes the helmet off, and they go like in a fist fight. Yeah, uh, I don't know. God, so this, any, uh, closing statements for you guys? I think this movie is kind of some of the it's a good example of like the best and the worst of Zack Snyder. Like, it's got some of that, that stuff that he's good with, like just the flashy stylistic stuff that he can pull off. But like when it comes to being a movie and having like well thought out characters and even just being a good zombie movie, it doesn't really do that. And so like, it's funny because last time we talked about Snyder on the justice league episode, it was like Warner brothers chill out and let this man make the movie he wants to make. And now with this one, it's like Netflix ease him in a bit because he's going fucking crazy and you need to control your director. Bro needs boundaries. (laughs) Bro needs yeah. boundaries. He's, he's that type, man. Like, he just needs a little bit of boundaries and he'll do fine. I think Zack Snyder needs to make a movie like um, like A Quiet Place or Don't Breathe because he's very good at visual storytelling. And it falls. the script is where it always always falls apart for, for Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So if there was just no dialogue, I think he'd be good. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the Dawn of the Dead one that we, we had mentioned earlier in the podcast, that was written by James Gunn. And, like, 
that movie is really good because the script is good and he directs very well and he has a good script and when he has a good script he can make a good movie but recently he's been trying to write everything and he's just not a good writer he's like at all yeah i didn't know james thought he'd be a very good um oh yeah i always thought he also wrote (laughs) scooby-doo the live action Uh, movie oh no shit the first yeah Yeah. the first one with uh i mean yeah everyone uh what's her face from um from uh fixing geeks Yes, so so uh, Sarah Sarah right. Michelle Geller, yeah. Yes, Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah, she was huge in the nineties. Yeah, she was definitely. Yeah, yeah. We had that's Velma. dope. That's dope. I had no idea, but yeah, that's so true. The script just. Yeah, I, I, I always think, I always thought uh, Zack Snyder would make a very good cinematographer, just camera guy, like you know, setting up thousand shots percent. and all that. Thousand percent. Just let someone else direct, you know, but let Zack Snyder let someone else direct but just let Zack Snyder have complete control of the camera you know and I feel like uh mm-hmm. that'd be a nice little compromise because some directors are really bad with their camera shit but they're good directors it's really weird <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah yeah and before I give my score just a brief tangent I sent Gerardo and Joe an article about this movie about how it was filmed so differently a lot of big budget movies it's a lot of hurry up and wait you know they had to wait for the crew to set up each scene but for this one, Zack Snyder was very adamant about he wanted it to be a different filming experience. So he had the actors eating a quick lunch in like a fucking old car and then getting ready for the next scene. He, he, he wanted the pacing of the actual filmmaking to be a lot more fast paced. Mm-hmm. So once I read that, I was like, damn, that's very respect- respectable because I know it doesn't on- translate at all. Exactly. Exactly. So after reading that, I had different expectations because as an actor, it's like, that, that's pretty cool. You know, it's a different filming experience because most big budget movies, it's art. Right, it's a lot of hurry up and wait. And you're waiting for these huge scenes to be created. Then you film and then you don't film again for it takes two or three days to do one scene. So mm-hmm. when I read that about this, when I expected something different, it wasn't a payoff for it. So I was uh, a little let down by that. But I, I I know exactly what I'm gonna score this movie, what I'm gonna rate this this movie. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I have a good idea of what I'm rating this movie already. So yeah. Yeah, I if I had one more thing to say about the movie, um, it's just that I want I don't know if he knows or not, but I need somebody to tell Zack Snyder about <laughs> Chekhov's gun. The idea that um, oh. for anyone who doesn't know uh, this famous playwright Anton Chekhov, he says that if there is a gun on stage in the first act, it definitely is going to it has to reappear in the third act. Like in, in the, the third act. act, it has to come to fruition. And so there's so many things in this movie that just don't like the zombies being dead. And one of my I'm so upset by this. The chainsaw doesn't even get yeah. used. It only gets used to cut a wall down. Yeah, like that chainsaw is so cool and it doesn't get used to kill any zombies except for in the beginning montage in the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if he knows about that rule, but somebody should tell him. Yeah. And the beginning montage was the best zombie content in this movie. Yeah, agreed. When I was watching it with my when I was watching with my dad, he had mentioned he had said he had said something along the lines of the fact that like the first five minutes are how you do like a zombie movie where like you have this crazy like outbreak day where everything's fucking insane. And then the movie just immediately slows down for the next like 40 minutes. And it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah. But uh, I think the Amari Hardwick thing where he where he he brings in the chainsaw and then the other guy picks it up. He's like, don't touch that. That's mine. And then he never uses it. I'm like, (laughs) dude what's with that 
Isn't that your signature weapon? You know what I mean? Like, I want to yeah. see yeah. you sawing Dude, stuff. You got to like, wait for the prequel, bro. Then you're going to love oh this God. movie. <laughs> what would uh what would you guys score this if you had if you had to rank it out of oh, out of man. five zombie vaults or, or five zombie vegas heads. vaults i five mean I, I, I'm, I'm giving it a solid this is gonna sound a little harsh but i'm giving it a solid 2.5 out of five off yeah top. No, same here two and a half out of five i mean like i with any zack snyder movie i mean the action was pretty cool i especially like the first um I don't remember her name, but the first girl to go, um, how she like pretty much kicked so much ass and killed so cool. many zombies. She was, yeah, cool. she was, she was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, it's, I don't know, but I thought that action sequence was nice. And then, but that's really it. Like some of the kills are cool. You know, like I like seeing that guy get his head bit off, but, but off those just alone, I'll, I'll give it a two and a half out of five. Wow. <laughs> wow. And Probably another favorite thing is that zombie apocalypse started from a blowjob. So that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think uh, I'm going to give it a, a one out of five. Just because. Oh my, gosh. Gosh. oh, my gosh, Gerardo. It just felt like movies should be good now. There's no excuse. <laughs> you know, like you should just be good at making movies now. Zack Snyder. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Like from his from his filmography, he should be. I like I like Zack Snyder. Like. You know, I've, I I like Watchmen and 300 and Man of Steel. And my God, but you just the movies that I like bro. from him have a lot of problems. And it, it's obvious, it's becoming more obvious that those problems are all the stuff that is really Zack Snyder y. And a lot of the good stuff comes from like maybe from his writers or from he's really good at adaptions, I think. I think mm-hmm. he's better at adaptions than original. Than um, originals, man. His originals yeah. are all over the fucking place. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. Which is so funny because, uh, he did he did a quote recently where he was like, I'd prefer to play in my own sandbox rather than other people's sandboxes now. I'm like, no, man, you're better at other people's sandboxes. Like every every time you do something by yourself, you always find a way to mess it up. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's so self-indulgent, I feel. I'm just like I, like that uh, yeah. animated owl movie I heard is like one of his best movies. The Guardians of Owls of Gahul. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I was listening. I was listening to this other movie podcast uh, a little while ago, and they were interviewing Zack Snyder. And oh, um, which which one? Give a shout out. Shout. Okay, sure. Um, it's Lights Camera Barstool. It's like Barstool Sports' movie podcast. Ty, I, I, I like it a lot actually. But um, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know um, they had one. Yeah, no, they they were interviewing Zack Snyder, and pretty much they asked him like, "So is there a, is there a Snyder cut of Guardians of Gahul?" And he was like, yep, there is. There's a Gahul cut. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Release the Gahul cut. <laughs> Release the Gahul cut. cut, dude. Because <laughs> as far as I know, that that's adapted, right? Uh, yeah, it's based off a, a children's, children's book series or something like that. Yeah. So like, and I heard that's like one of his most critically acclaimed ones because you can't even tell it's Zack Snyder because it's animated, first of all. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I just feel like uh, he's better when he's a little more limited some sometime well i maybe justice league would have turned out uh good if it was still Zack snyder but it had to be trimmed down for a theatrical cut maybe mm-hmm. it still would have been good i don't know yeah for sure yeah what do you guys I think it out of five Wes, you want to go first yeah i i think i'm gonna give it a three i was gonna give it a two and a half oh. uh but i i'll give it that extra half of a point just because there i did find there were some like genuine moments that i really enjoyed and i think like i really like to see dave bautista get a role where he can kind of 
play with it a bit more. That's not just because I know he always talks about how he doesn't just want to be Drax. He wants to be something more than just yeah. very vocal about stepping away from Drax. Yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I always love seeing uh, him have an opportunity to do that. And so I'll, I'll give it the extra the extra 0.5 to put it at a three. <laughs> so I think also just because oh. of the zombie roadhead, too, that's pretty good. Or yep, just. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh. There is a zombie nut in this, though. Yeah, well, yeah, true. There had to have been at one point. True. Before before I rank it, I have a question: Do zombies fuck in this? Because that's that's the vibe that I get with like yeah the, the, the pregnant zombie and everything. I'm like, all right, so like they're out here having sex, which is just the worst imagery I've ever seen in my brain. Yeah, that, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that means there has to be zombie nut. Like, <laughs> bro, the undead are reproducing, and they are offended at the fact that. I mean, they took the. I was like, "Oh God, that's a fucking zombie embryo." I don't want to see that shit. I just, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Something similar to like the "I Am Legend" book, um, almost. Mm -hmm. But you know, that was done a lot better in that book, for sure. Yeah, zombies think... be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> zombies are all horned up in Vegas, man. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, I think if I had to rank it, I'm probably gonna also go with like a. Oh man, I'm so close to a 2.5, but I'm going to round up for, for the three, just because of the fact that there is some dope gore and some, some cool zombie stuff here. And yes. I love like the zombie tiger ripping people's, but like everything that I really love is so like in between the stuff that I don't like. So like mm -hmm. the, the good action here is enough for me to give it a three and like Dave Batista's performance as well. And yeah, I think I'll, I'll be generous and give it a three, but it's pretty close to a two and a half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. A reluctant gotcha. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So uh, yeah. that probably wraps up the review section. Mm -hmm. That does. That does. Great. Uh, I, I feel like this movie was giving so many resources and so much clout that I, I just, my expectations were a little higher for it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? I just, at this point in the filmmaking game, when you're given so much, I feel like you should step up to it. You know what I mean? It takes a lot to make a movie. Yeah. When you're giving so much and you're not producing a, a finished, clean product. Like Gerardo was saying, I think what you were saying, Gerardo, like I, you should be making good movies by now. Yeah. Yeah. We're past the yeah. point. Of, the, we, I just, I want to see yeah. it. You know Almost, what I mean? So with, yeah. Almost two so with, decades in the filmmaking industry and he's, he's still pumping out shit where I'm just like so down the middle on it. And I'm like, at this point, man, you should really like, the fact that his best movie is his first movie is not a good sign. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't think that's a good sign of what's to come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, so with that, uh, yeah. follow us on Instagram, Twitter to hear us talk shit about more movies or if they're good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Follow the cast of color. Follow the dive in movie cast. We love collaborating with the boys. Hayden and Wesley, our homies from up north. Thank you for Thank you for this. You know, you guys were the ones who got this collaboration about the Army of the Dead started. So thank you, fellas. It was yeah. it's always a pleasure. This is the oh, this is yeah. the the second of many. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back for sure. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like me and Wesley have been on a roll of giving movies really negative scores, and it's starting to get on my nerves because I really. <laughs> oh, that's how we felt. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, maybe from like January until uh march we we were in a big rut of negative reviews yeah well i mean like, to, to your point hayden we're also in an age where there's so much content as, a, as an actor who's working who's an aspiring actor 
there it's a different game than it was in 2010. It's a different game than it was in 2000. There is so much content and so much shit that is out there that if it's not good, we're going to be openly critical of it. And we should we shouldn't feel bad about that because there's just so much abundance of content. You know what I mean? So it's it's like put out some solid shit, man. Like Netflix has so much bullshit on it, but we're still going to watch it. You know what I mean? So it's like just put out some decent quality stuff. And we're big on nuance on our show. We always want things to be nuanced because we see so much generic shit. You know what I mean? Like I can go on and on about how how Michael B. Jordan does generic shit, but um yeah we're we're critics yeah. man we're, we we are film it is the life it is the life yeah yeah happen, so, weekly episodes from, yes yes uh, weekly episodes cast the color, cast the color tap in with the boys uh before we sign out of here dive in movie cast man y'all want to shout out your handles your social media and yeah and you that. can listen to us anywhere spotify apple wherever you listen to your podcasts our instagrams at the dive in movie cast and our individual individual instagrams i'm at wesley giffen i am at hayden kutris and it is the same name on our letterbox if you want to see little brief movie reviews or rankings on there for stuff that we don't we don't talk about yeah and thank you guys again uh for coming joining us in this conversation too it's so fun to talk to you guys and it's a nice break from just seeing uh hayden and our my other roommate in our house actually getting to talk <laughs> to different people so yeah same it's, yeah no that yeah it's, it's always nice same. to like um, truly yeah just hear what other people it, it, it fills it fills it out you know that podcast uh length quota no. <laughs> yeah yeah having other people's thoughts for sure it's it's always great talking with you guys and I'm, I'm glad we got the opportunity to positively review a snyder movie and then shit all over his second one so, <laughs> so. yes yes and, and and listeners just be ready for this to be an every season type of thing a collaboration with the dive in movie cast it's going to be an every season type of thing we're, we're moving on to season four this is going to wrap up season three for the cast of color this is our last episode. We're going to come up with new artwork. Uh, season four is going to drop soon. But every season, listeners, be prepared to to tap in with the, the Dive In movie cast because they know their shit. They're the homies. And uh, truly, fellas, I cannot wait to meet you guys in person, man. Like We're going to have so much fun whenever yes. that is. I, I have no idea when that is. It might be in L.A. It might be in Canada. But I can't wait to leak with you guys in person because we fuck with what you guys do so heavily. So, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. That being said, Gerardo, Joe, fellas, uh, anything else to close the show out? Oh, vaccinated. Uh, Wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're almost at our at our vaccination date, so we're getting there over here. Uh, nice. I meant to bring this up earlier in the episode. I I don't want to go on off track or anything, but uh, this actually was Netflix's most successful movie ever, and oh, wow. that's pretty that's pretty upsetting. I seen that yesterday, and I, I wanted to throw that in there before we wrap up. Interesting. Oh. After the reviews mm-hmm. and everything, that is extremely interesting. I mean, Netflix, I mean, we were that, we were that's pro- kind of well, that, that also, for me. It doesn't mean it also doesn't mean anything. Do you know why? Because Netflix doesn't why? actually release their numbers. They just say it was number one, or they just say this, but we don't know what metric that is. That's true. That's the problem with Netflix. We literally and don't they get you, Gerardo, by the one through ten? Don't they get you sucked in by whatever's trending one through? T- I mean, for me and my wife, yeah, that's the case. Yeah, whatever's well, one through ten we're more likely to indulge in it. Yeah. yeah. Let me go on Netflix really to like review stuff for the, for the pod. But if I'm like, if I'm on like my own, like 
Usually I'm on Disney Plus just because of the Star Wars stuff. I'm oh, for sure. A lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> we still got to tap into the Bad Batch. I've heard that's really good. So. Oh, it's it's, it's nice. Mm. It's nice. Now it's it's, it's fun, weekly. Yeah. So maybe maybe let them build up a little bit. But if you're really into Star Wars, yeah, watch it right away because it's some cool. Yeah. Some Bro, cool start transitionary stuff. Yeah. So I, cool. Unlike Joe and Gerardo, I haven't watched uh, Clone Wars or Rebels yet. But when you start off watching Bad Batch, like episodes one and two, and you see where it starts off from, that shit's fucking dope. So it's 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 really cool. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. That's we gotta get around to it. It's yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. It's always great talking to you guys for sure. Well, we'll be doing this a lot more, and hopefully, we we come back for our next episode, and we really love whatever we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> that would be lovely. That would be lovely. <laughs> yeah, guess Hell we'll have yeah. to see. Easy, easy. Well, listeners, we're signing okay. off. All right. Uh, follow us on social media. This is the cast of color. The dive in movie cast. We're signing off. Yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.